Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Last week we told you that the owners of IKEA, no less, had invested in an Irish renewable energy company. That firm is Source Galileo, and they're set to become a major player in offshore wind in Britain and Ireland. But will they get over the enormous planning hurdles that seem to hold up all infrastructure investment in this country? Kevin Lynch is the chief executive of Source Galileo and is on the line. Good morning, Kevin. Uh, Good morning, Joe. Tell us a little bit more about what Source Galileo does. Yeah, so Source Galileo, we're principally an offshore uh, project developer, developing projects in three sea areas in Norway, in the UK and in Ireland. So in Norway, two months ago, we announced a co-development with IKEA, uh, a large Japanese utility called Kansai, a nodfill ocean wind, where we're developing large-scale offshore floating wind in Norway near the island of Atsira. Uh, and in the UK, we have a number of developments in the Celtic Sea. And in Ireland, we're, we're developing um, with now with IKEA uh, uh, projects in uh, around the coast of Ireland. So in total, that would be around 10 gigawatts of, of offshore wind that we're developing. And obviously, because offshore wind is longer term, we're also developing a, a bunch of onshore projects in the UK and Ireland as well, around batteries and, and solar and things like that. But our biggest focus, because, you know, the answer to the the energy issue is really going to be offshore wind and likely floating offshore wind. Uh, so our biggest focus by far is is uh, is offshore wind. In the wind turbines. And it's interesting that you're in the floating business because a lot of the infrastructure going into the Irish Sea has been fixed into the seabed. Floating is, of course, the future, but a lot of people said that the technology is not that yet there. You're saying that you've, you've got it. Yeah, we're, we're saying we've got it, but we have to say as well that, you know, the, all of these industries move on. So Ireland uh, has 25 megawatts of, of offshore wind, which, funnily enough, a couple of my colleagues were led the development on. So that's Torben Anderson, who was in Airtricity at Finton Whelan. Uh, and that was in 2003. And since then, nothing has happened. So mm. what has happened is that offshore deep fixed has, has become a point. And um, we see quite a lot of projects going into 50 to 100 meters depth. And some of the projects we have in Ireland will, will definitely be those ones. Uh, but floating offshore wind, without a doubt, will be the will be the majority of of the sector. And that's a view held by a number of the banks as well. And yeah, we have it. So our partner in Norway is Oddfull Ocean Wind. And they're part of the Oddfull group who have really deep experience in in floating offshore rigs uh, for oil and gas and are moving quickly with us into the floating sector. And when can Ireland expect to see floating rigs, especially in the Atlantic coast where the wind is pretty powerful? Yeah, it's a very good question. So so at the moment, uh, what happened obviously in Ireland was we had a, a bit of a lacuna in time between 2003 and up to now. And the government have, have begun to come out with the policy which is accelerating Ireland's offshore energy programme. That was announced in March. And the idea is that they will go to a plan-led system uh, in line with, with European rules around marine spatial planning and have set up a body called Mara, where Laura Bryan is the is the CEO. And the idea is that the Mara will designate sea areas which are suitable for offshore wind. And we would say, obviously, not just deep fixed or fixed, but also floating. Um, and those licenses will be given. 
Uh, and then following licenses, we would go for planning and uh, figure out how to do interconnection. Uh, and, and based on that, we, depending on the, the timing of the government, we could definitely go for final investment decisions in 2025 to 26, which would mean that we would have very significant assets in the water by 2030, which would really help the government because at the moment... They've got their target, of course, of 80% of our energy mix coming from renewable sources by 2030. Well, well, we have to reduce, uh, absolutely, but we have to reduce also our, our carbon emissions by 42% by 2030. And the EPA has said that we're not going to make it. Uh, and, you know, we haven't made, Ireland is one of the few countries that has missed its climate challenges from the EU and has had to pay fines or we've had to pay to pay uh, to, to buy stuff from Denmark and Estonia mm. to meet our targets. So unless we do this, uh, do it quickly, we'll, we'll probably miss again. Uh, and so very briefly, um, planning, is that an issue? Well, well, it's kind of, it's yes and no. So so for us, the, the projects that we're developing because of the depth of the water and the quality of the sea area and the wind are going to be 40 kilometres and that sort of distance off the coast. So very limited visible impact. However, what happened with the start of the plan-led system was the government, it wasn't really plan-led, the government uh, gave sea areas before Mara was put in place to seven projects, which okay. have kind of been hanging around since 2003. And we think that, funnily enough, some of those projects could run into planning difficulties. Um, you know, we hope they don't, but but they are going to be much closer inshore and, and definitely right. not the sort of projects you'd go for now. Okay, Kevin, thank you so much for your time. That's Kevin Inch, the Chief Executive of Source Galileo. Back Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.